With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history. Patrick. Drysdale whips to the plate, and there's a long shot to deep right center. Fairly way back near the wall, and that ball is into the seats. It's a home run for Tony Oliva, and Minnesota is right back in the ballgame. The second home run off Drysdale, and the fourth that he's given up in this 1965 World Series. Home run for Tony Oliva. All right, Manny, that had to be game three out in Los Angeles, right? Or maybe game four in Los Angeles, okay. Because they were shut out in games three and five. They were shut out by Claude Osteen, a left-hander, in game three. And then in five, Koufax, right? Yep. And then Koufax came back and pitched on two days rest. Drysdale only started twice in that World Series. Uh, Senior Tony Oliva hitting a home run in uh, game Four of the World Series. Sixth inning. And the Twins went out there with a 2-0 lead, and they played on that concrete against the go-go Dodgers with uh, Harmon playing third. She didn't work out too well. They lost (laughs) three straight. Uh, But Tony Oliva today, okay, all my athletes that I've covered (laughs) anywhere, number one. I love that guy. guy. I love Tony Oliva. 80 years old today. And the trouble with Tony is here, about 15 years ago, he gained two years in age because they figured out which Oliva he was. <laughs> because he came with this with a birth certificate of his younger brother, who I believe was Pedro Jr. And or and his he's Pedro Jr. That's his name, okay? But he came, I believe, as Antonio, and that's how he became known as Tony. But that guy was two years younger than him, and Tony's uh, actually turned 80 years old today. It's amazing how well he's preserved. Yeah. It's also amazing. I heard him talk again on uh, the, that he showed up for the boxing press conference again. They brought him back because <laughs> uh, Jamal James is Jamal James, the fighter, and Tony's bride, Gordette who's a saint, by the way. I Direct love her. ticket. I love her. And uh, they're they're very close friends. So Tony says he's met, he knew this kid before he was born because he knew her when her, she sure. was pregnant. Yep. And he, he can't stand to watch his fights, though, because he winces because he's getting, he's he doesn't not want a to see him guy. He doesn't want to see him get beat up. But he also started complaining. He got up 
Rob Lear introduced him, and he's going to talk about the fight. He ended up complaining there was only one American leaguer in the home run contest. <laughs> and he went on. I thought it was terrible, you know, because he goes back to the when the days of American League, National League. But it was great. And I said, Tony, Trout, Stanton, and Judge would not participate. That's why. So you should still have two of four American leaguers. But uh, Tony Oliva, 80 years old today. Now... Uh, on this date in 1969, uh, Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. Sure. Okay. Okay. So on this date, uh, my uh, youngest son also was born, but I did this story with Jim Perry this spring, Jim Perry on the day Neil Armstrong walked on the moon, won two games for the twins. He completed, uh, they had a game that went was suspended and started the next day. And he came in and pitched. They told him, okay, you're going to start. And then we're going to take the break. And if it doesn't, if, if it doesn't go too long, you can start the next next game. And Jim Perry pitched two innings to get the bit. And then the twins won the game. And then he pitched a nine inning shutout. Uh, He pitched 11 innings that game, two days, but more notice notable his brother Gaylord hit the only home run of his career that day, that night. And now Neil Armstrong, I believe, walked on the moon at nine fifty-three Eastern time, a.m. p.m. p.m. Okay, PM. it was at night. Yep. And Gaylord Perry, shortly thereafter, playing out in San Francisco, hit a home run. And the legend has become: this has been denied or not that. Earlier, two, three years earlier, when Alvin Dark was the manager, maybe five years earlier, one of the San Francisco reporters said to Alvin Dark, boy, I was watching Gaylord, the power of Gaylord today. He hit a lot of home runs in batting practice. He's got some power. And Alvin Dark said, Man will walk on the moon before Gaylord Perry hits a home run. <laughs> but um, boom, boom. Whether that's true or not, who cares? It is great <laughs> baseball lore. Yes. That on the day Neil Armstrong, we know this. The day Neil Armstrong walked on the moon is also the day Gaylord Perry hit his uh, major league home run. Now, and you might as well attach a great story to that. Because why not? You? And Jim Perry told me that today when I called him. I I talked to him about you know the that I was up in Tampa and I was doing a piece on Tampa's plans to start relievers mm-hmm. and of course Jim one year I think had 20 starts and pitched in 54 games for the Twins 56 he was the what we back then they used to call those guys spot starters when you you know you had four starters and then when you got to a double header he'd pitch one of the games but then the next day he might pitch in relief sure so so take us back to 69 yes. with the because this was the 15 race. people around the TV trying to watch this yes, situation. We were watching it at my uh at my in-laws at the time we were watching it then on a TV and yeah it was you know all the screen all the shots you see is it's a it's a black and white you know it, it's fairly it's clear that there's somebody walking down a ladder and stepping on the moon but it's not like watching TCL, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's not like, you know, it's not like that. But it's yeah, just it a was, little I mean, it was an amazing moment. Uh, 
Because, as I told you guys, 10 years earlier at St. Gabriel's grade school, the Russians had shot Sputnik up. And they had convinced all of us, whoever got the space first was going to be able to destroy the other country, mm -hmm. right? It was us and the Ruskies. And they got this grapefruit up and flew it around. And we used to, they used to march us down to the cafeteria, the Catholic school kids, and we'd shoot off our Vanguard rocket and it'd go four feet and blow up. And we'd all walk back to the class and, geez, we got no shot. We're, we're never going to see adulthood. We're never going to see graduation from high school. We're going to be nuked. And now I'm just glad to know. H-bomb then. We didn't know what sure. nuclear one. H-bomb. I'm just glad to know that in all these years that have passed, we've settled those tense relations with the Russians. Yeah, we got we're now, our pals. Now see? we're buddies. Although yeah. the media is attempting to start a war with Russia, according to the according chief to executive the, yes. officer of the yes. United States. But was this, so this was, a, was it a tense moment met with celebration? Oh, not 69. No, by no. then it was, we were, we were winning the race in space. Okay. So it was Kennedy came on in 62 and said, we're, or, or actually Kennedy said it is inauguration address. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to be up there. the moon before the end of this century. And we all thought he was nuts, but you know, so it was it mostly up. celebration. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fantastic. Now, if it had been a Russian, we would all went out and hide under ourselves. the kindling. We would have gassed ourselves. Yeah, hide under the hide under the desk there. That's good for you. <laughs> yeah, we would practice hiding under the desk oh, when I was to. about fifty six or seven. I mean, when it was nineteen fifty six or seven, when I was about eleven or ten, eleven years old. So, anyway, this day in history is a great one. Tony Oliva's birthday. Yep. Uh, Chris Ricey's birthday. Uh, man walking on the moon, Gaylord Perry hitting a home run. All those things happened on this day in history. We also have one more that we failed to mention to you that we were informed by earlier. Uh, we all, Rookie also lost his gallbladder on this day one year ago. Okay. He wanted us to let us know as we were looking through the mm -hmm. schedule today. Well, I I lost mine some time back, but I don't remember the date, <laughs> nor do I care. Do I care? I didn't take it home with me or right. anything. Like that. I did call the show, though. Was remember that that, that was your trip out to, were you in Philly or something? Oh, that was about four days earlier. I was in Philly and in, went to the... Uh, and you made it home. Went to the, uh, went to the inner city <laughs> hospital, being the first, uh, let's just say... Yeah. I was the diversity. Sure. Yeah. I was the diversity yes. in this operation. And I also was very, made it very diverse by actually having insurance. They wanted to take mine out right there. Cash so only. thrilled <laughs> that somebody could actually pay them. Front of the line. I said, no, I'm going home. Thank you. <laughs> Give me the best drugs you got right. and throw me out, which is what they did. <laughs> We've got the traffic and the weather together. The ride with Roycey. Now let's get to the traffic report. We've got an update for you on the weather. Traffic and weather together. Together. And this one's sponsored by Indeed. Both directions of Highway 62 shutting down between 35W and Highway 5 this weekend. 10 p.m. today until 5 a.m. on Monday. And both directions of 494. I know it seems inexplicable, but... 494 closing tonight at 10 between 212 and 100. Thankfully, the eastbound lanes are reopening at 5 p.m. tomorrow. The westbound lanes 
5 a.m. on Monday. As for current conditions, westbound 94 right now from the split up to 101 in Rogers. A 20-minute drive. Your jamming continues up to a wreck prior to the Crow River. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. Pat's decided on driver. Excuse me, what? Apologies for that. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Thought you'd like it. This black man with black hair. By the way, Melon Camp, today's uh, musical guest. Excellent I not, selection. I did not uh, spend enough time talking about that. We did that in honor of Courtney because she went to Indiana University. There you go. And they got a building named after Melon Camp, even though he's got an honorary degree. Uh, there, he never uh, graduated. Anyway, that was Pat Perez, and he's today's sports person of the day. That was from this afternoon, right, Pat? Yep, that was him on the 18th. Uh, the <laughs> so 18th they're, they're today. setting up the drama of the situation, right? Yes. And Pat hits it, and then he lets out an F bomb. Go ahead right? and play it again, Reavers. Yes. Might as well just, you know. Pat's decided on driver. Excuse me, Mark. Apologies for is that. that the, uh, is that the English broadcast of it? Yeah. The, the guys? Well, it was, that was, that was no. the NBC was golf, that, golf was channel. Was that Faldo? Feed. Was that Faldo? Uh, might have been. Yeah. Might have been. a little like him. Anyway, Pat Perez is this <laughs> wacky uh, golfer. All my golf writing buddies uh, who do it for a living love Pat Perez because he's the constant coach quote, but he's not been that good a player, and he's basically disappeared. He's won three times. He won the Bob Hope way back in 2009. Then he won uh, one of these uh, regular tournament events in Japan in November of 2016, and then he finally won again last October 2017, and uh, he's been playing pretty dang well this year. And now he is uh, five under at the British Open after two rounds, tied for second with Tommy Fleetwood and Xander Schaffel. And the leaders are Zach Johnson and Kevin Kisner. A bunch of people at four, uh, including Rory McIlroy, storming up the leaderboard. And Spieth is three under, and Ricky are three under. So they got a pretty good leaderboard. You know who's two under? Danny Willett. Really? Danny really? Willett. They, uh, remember, he, his brother what if his brother-in-law or brothers his around, yeah. His brother basically ruined his life, and he hasn't been able to play. But Pat Perez is a goofy character. <laughs> He's uh, 42 now, March 1, 1976, Phoenix. He's got the mullet. He looks like he's 55, right? He's not in the greatest of shape. Uh, but the Sports Illustrated did a long story for him, on him a couple of years ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, he says, uh, 
Jason Gore, remember Jason Gore, he made the run in the U.S. Open one year, and he was a really great guy, and he's, uh, it, well, he and Pat played junior golf. Uh, uh, he says, I'll never forget talking to Pat a little while after Pebble Beach. At Pebble Beach, he uh, he sliced a shot out of bounds, and then he started beating up the fairway and knocking grass <laughs> out of the way, and he went crazy. And he got to the 18th hole with a one-stroke lead, but he kicked away the tournament by pushing it out of bounds. Uh, he says, Jason Gore says, I'll never forget talking to Pat a little while after Pebble. He says, you'll have to excuse my language. The bleeping commissioner wants me to go to anger management <laughs> classes. If they make me go, I'll be so bleeping uh, bleeped. Uh, that's Pat, he said. But my favorite quote was, <laughs> Jason Gore says, for Pat, the F word is like a comma. Yes. <laughs> Guys, this guy is basically a real life happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, he is. Except he, he is wasn't a, except he, as far as we know, he wasn't a hockey player well, before he started playing he's, golf. He's got this babe now that his wife he, this gal married him a few years ago, and she just loves him and leaves him all these notes and she's a good looking blonde and uh and she just has this weird relationship with this guy. But uh, Pat Perez, if he were win it, it would uh, the the party that he would throw over there in Carnoustie <laughs> would become legendary. So because of his behavior and antics and whatnot, I'm I'm kind of surprised that he's not met with scorn on the golf circuit. But you said that most oh, people the writers love him because he always gives them quotes. Sure, you know I don't know how the rest of the players feel about him. I think the players love him. They say he's just one of those sweethearts who who tries. He uh, he's. The quote from uh, the guy, he, he travels with this guy who's kind of a nobody, Kokark or something like that. And he says, he's the greatest guy ever, but he doesn't want anybody to know it. Um, <laughs> you know, he's one of those. Manny, guys. you know who he is? He's the Royce of the PGA Tour. <laughs> he uses the F word as a comma. <laughs> well, I'm not that way. No, you're not that bad. Not on the air anyway. No, no, okay. not in here. Right. But is it safe to say that in that <laughs> clip that we've played with him a couple times now, that yeah. that would be very similar to your experience yes, on a yeah. golf course? Except usually I would say it before I hit the ball. Because <laughs> I just know it. I would know it was going to get bad. You know what I said about my golf game, Manny? Hmm. I used to, as a young young guy, throw my clubs, right, and be a, act like a jackass. Uh, and then I started saying, you know, it'd be a lot easier if I threw my clubs after I hit a good shot. There you go. And so I don't, I became a very calm, never, never well, you matured. anymore. I, I matured as a golfer. But anyway, Pat Perez, uh, root for Pat over the weekend. It'll be great. I guess he's a great cook and he cooks. His, his favorite uh, dinner is red wine and stuffed pork chops. And he, he looks like he's eating a lot of uh, uh, stuffed pork chops, but it's, it's looking good for Carnoustie, uh, six unders leading, and Tommy Fleetwood, who a lot of people were picking because mm -hmm. he, you know, he made a run in the U.S. Open, and he he could use a haircut too, but uh, he's he's coming on strong. And then McElroy's right there, and uh, Spieth is right there, so it looks like they're going to have a. You said they challenge. got rain. Did they get rain today? It looked like they got a little bit of rain, not a, not a lot, but at least it uh, might have uh, made the fairways look a little better. Now, when had. you were bringing up your golf game and the antics of Mr. Perez, I thought you were going with, uh, these geese are about to get bleep bleep. That's where I thought you were going to go with. <laughs> well, that was Such. When Such oh, I thought you started, were the one that said no, that. No, Such, uh, Such is the one that hit the screaming line drive into the geese. At the, uh, my all-timer, I had two all-timers. 
I'm playing with Wong one day at Hiawatha, and it's like 100 degrees. It's hotter than hell, and we're walking because oh. they had a bunch of rain, and they made us walk. And we're down on this tee box, and Wong's sitting on a bench that's directly behind where you're swinging. It's on the side of the sure. uh, tee box. And I take this big, mighty whack and hit it off the heel of the club, and it comes through my legs and hits Wong in the chest. And Wong wasn't watching, and he thought I turned around and threw it at him. He wanted to fight me. And I said, no, no, I, I hit it, I, believe it or not. I shanked it. And then another guy from the St. Paul paper, the great Ollie Carl Peterson, who I love that guy, but I haven't seen him in a while. He was the greatest. But one day, I'm kind of over in the rough, I'm trying to hit a fairway wood out of there, and I hit the hell out of it, but a skull it, and Pete's up ahead of me about 70 yards, and I hit a knuckleball, and the ball's going, his ball's going like left, right, <laughs> it's going, it's like coming out of there like a like a, a curveball that's got 15 curves in right. it, and he's going left, and he's going right, and the ball's going whoop, 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 and he finally, like, takes it in the neck. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh. And then, of course, hitting Wayne Levy in, in the in the media day, at the, that pretty much put the end of it when I hit a player, and Hollis started calling me the crippler. But... <laughs> He's a danger to humanity. Yeah, he's a danger to wildlife. Uh, Ian Baker Finch, that man's a danger to wildlife. Anyway, Pat Perez, root for Pat Perez, because the award ceremony might be great. Oh, God, He says, I've been waiting to get this bleeping, bleeping jug for my whole life in the old pretzel. (laughs) He'll go Ovechkin on it. You know, he'll take the trophy everywhere. That's right. All right, we shall return. This is the Ride with Ricey on a Friday John Mellencamp is entertaining us. You all know who he is. We're using him today because Courtney Cronin was in here for an hour. She's an IU graduate. And, of course, Mellencamp is the most famous Indiana musician of all time. I don't know that, but I'm guessing. All right, I'm being reminded that the Jackson 5 came out of Gary, Indiana. So maybe Mellencamp's number two. Well... (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd still take a Friday afternoon with John oh, Mellon. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to gonna be Jackson playing five. any Michael Jackson stuff. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's, he didn't do anything. And it doesn't me. get any better than Hurt So Good, does it, Johnny? No. <laughs> this is the one of, uh, of his many hits you didn't like, Bucks, I, Johnny? I was not a fan of uh, some of his early stuff. Mm-hmm. Once, uh, once we got a little later on in the career, I thought he really developed into a songwriter. Uh, this one, and yeah, there's some others that mm-hmm. just, okay. I can do without. All right, but you, you are high standards. But you Johnny. are also a prisoner of if it's been on the radio too much, you don't like that song. I would disagree because my favorite song by him probably is Cherry Bomb. Okay, so Here, that, another, that takes care of here's that. Here's one of the issues. I, I forgot until two thirty this afternoon that we were supposed to have a Friday ah. musical <laughs> guest, so I pretty much had to take what I could get uh, rather than go and. Well, it was last minute negotiations. Yes, right, right, yeah. yeah. You gotta. Yeah, I had to call Mellon Camp at home, see if we could play him. <laughs> Johnny Rice. We needed. It's it's running late here, man. The mayor's not here today. I got to start at three. That's, uh, we got to get her done. Here's John I. Thanks, Patrick. This update's sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs. Stop by today to consult with your pharmacist and get trusted advice and tips about your diabetes medications and testing supplies. What do you mean? I thought I heard Joe at one o'clock today. <laughs> at 
at the British Open. Kevin Kisner. Yeah, we did have Joe today. And Zach Johnson are tied Joe for... A, Joe in a can. Joe in a can. <laughs> and we even had some poop ads to go with it. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. Joe in a real can. It was good. Kevin Kisner and Zach Johnson tied for the lead at 6-under at the British Open. Uh, three fellas are at 5-under and five are at 4-under, including University of Minnesota alum Eric Van Royen. And you know this other kid that uh, none of us had ever heard of, Xander Lombard? Yeah. He, he's a Zimbabwean. Really? really? Yeah. Don't usually think of that when you think golf. Uh, Nick Price was a Zimbabwean. Huh. Hmm. Uh, Twins Royals tonight in Kansas City. Kyle Gibson for the Twins. Danny Duffy for the Royals. Miguel Sano. I like Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy's yeah. going to get moved, I think. Don't you? Don't he? Doesn't he still have a few years yeah, left, though? But, uh, well, they are in complete rebuilding yeah, mode. I get it. Of but the guys they have, he's the one that's got real value. I wonder I if they're going to move the big lug behind the plate, Perez. That's going to be a while before they're any good yeah, again. Who needs a catcher? That's a good point. Beyond the beyond, beyond our club, the Minnesota Twins. Right. <laughs> uh, Miguel Sano back from the Dominican Republic. Uh, he won't be playing for Fort Myers again, though. The Twins are sending him to Rochester as he continues to work his way back to the big ball club. Uh, reports say he's lost about twenty pounds. Star Tribune. I think Lavelle reported it. He's got a little different view of losing weight than some other people. <laughs> I'd like to see him lose twenty. Lavelle? No. <laughs> no, Lavelle lost all kinds. And then he got it back, and now I don't know where he's hanging. So, The Twins have recalled Taylor Motter from Rochester. He takes the spot open when Fernando Romero was optioned back to Rochester. I think Lavelle got a couple of years ago. He lost all that weight, and the girls wouldn't leave him alone, so he decided to put it back on. He didn't want Probably all, a that, good he move. Didn't want all yeah, that attention. Got to be safe. Didn't want all that attention. One afternoon game today, the Cardinals club the Cubs 18 to 5. Uh, not a bad game for Matt Carpenter. How about that? Oh, okay, I heard. What yeah. did he do? Five for five, three home runs, two doubles, and seven RBIs. Remember when the first two months of the year he couldn't get a hit and was he done? And they then they moved him back to hitting first or something? Man, he, he was the, Stark had something out there. He was the first player in 100 years. That had five extra base hits in the first five innings of a yeah. baseball game. Well, in the fourth inning, it was 12 to 1, and there were like 50 people left in room. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know who started that for the Cubbies, by the way? Lester. Lester. He really? Can, uh, when he throws up a clunker, they are memorable. That's the one me and the boy were at last yeah, year in Wrigley right. when they yep. when he got clubbed by the Pirates. Yeah. We didn't make her out of the first inning. He's a weird human being. Well, Joe is going to find him a million dollars because he won't throw it to first base. <laughs> Minnesota United's been busy, and they have another game this weekend that you can listen to right here. They're playing. I'll be there wearing a scarf. That's oh, that's right. right. Scarf day. Scarf day. That is Sunday. They're playing LAFC at TCF Bank Stadium. Patrick will be there. 5.30 pre-match, 6 o'clock kickoff right here at 1500 ESPN. You know, I thought I got a couple extra scarves for the grandkids, figuring they'd want to go with Grandpa to the soccer game. I oh, pretty much out. reduced to begging them. Oh, kid, oh, yeah. yeah, here's a hundred bucks. Here's the kids, <laughs> fifty a piece. Okay, come on, <laughs> and I will buy ice cream. <laughs> Cleveland.com's annual they, priest. They just moved into a new house, so they got uh, other things occupied. Oh, Those kids are playing you like oh, a God, yeah. man. They know. Yeah, they do. They know. Cleveland.com's annual preseason poll of 28 sports writers who cover Big Ten football has the Gophers finishing ahead of only Illinois in the West. Wisconsin was the unanimous choice to win the West. Ohio State received 23.5 Is this place a media day? Now, the media days are, no, they're next week. Next to grow, week. you must fail. 
Easy, John. To grow, you must fail. Mm -hmm. Cleveland.com started doing a preseason poll eight years ago when the Big Ten stopped doing its own. I eat difficult conversations for breakfast. I can't wait for gopher football season. The conference will release a list of players to watch next week during its preseason media event on Monday and Tuesday in Chicago. How much would it cost me, uh, right out of my pocket, for you to never, ever play anything from him again? Are you out of your mind? Do you know who I work with every day over here? I hate that guy more than Roycey does. It's not our culture that's unacceptable. Oh, that guy. That guy. I, I I'll pay you ten thousand dollars. No. Oof. Wow. Oof. Can I have the board for a minute, Chris? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, free agent forward Michael Beasley, former member of the Timberwolves, of course, has reached an agreement with the Los Angeles Lakers. The sides have reached terms on a one-year, three and a half million dollar deal. As you can tell, we need some quarterbacks coming in here. Well, we got one, uh, Vic Veramontes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd like to go to a press conference. Hey, Kenny, with a Vic's fire now back at a junior college playing end. <laughs> I'd like to show up tight end. I want to go to a press conference with a fire truck and a hose. And as soon as he opens his mouth, I want to go in one of those little Shriner cars that uh, that uh, Siemens. Did you hear about Siemens' dad? He died. Yes. Oh, I yes. did not know that. Yeah, they, I didn't hear that. And a funeral. He was a Shriner, and yeah. he drove those little cars yeah. in the parades, and going out to the gravesite, no. they're going to have 20 oh, cool. Shriners That is spectacular. His yeah. old man was a Korean War vet, yes. and he raced yeah. Rupp snowmobiles in the late 60s and early 70s. Well, how does kid turn to be so lame? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Dad's pretty cool. Yeah, just that's has, awesome. I didn't just, know that. Uh, when you're around, he puts his guard up. Yeah, he's worried about me. He did. Uh, Dan did post on his Facebook page a picture of his dad in one of those carts with the fez on. It was oh, great. great. It was wonderful. That's and awesome. his old man went out in style. He lay down and took a nap and passed away. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. The best way to go. Uh, Beasley, by the way, was a teammate. And at 86. But 86, yes. Uh, was a teammate of LeBron James back uh, with the Miami Heat in 2013. 14. The Beezy, man. I love the Beezy. Be easy. And uh, I think in honor of that, Mackie should make us all grilled cheese sandwiches. Yes, he should. That's right. right. His cheese grater. His right. toaster and his cheese grater. <laughs> all right, Johnny. Thank you. You bet. Hitching a ride with Roycey. And here's again the time-honored word. Gentlemen, start your engine. On 1500 ESPN. The ride with Roycey now continues. Personal file, 69, offense. He was giving them the business. It's time for Late Hit. Uh, Brent Musburger will be the voice of the Oakland Raiders. They are moving to Las Vegas in 2020. The radio voice of the Raiders, Brent. Hello? Brent, of course, uh, went out there a couple of years ago, left ESPN uh, to work for the uh, gambling outfit, uh, the Vegas Sports and Information Network. It's Vison. I went listened to it once in a while on yeah. Sirius. Uh, Brent, 79, uh, having the time of his life. They, gave, they put him in a suite out there in some fantastic hotel, and then they bought him a house out on the out on the near side, so they're taking great care of them. But the Raiders, of course, are moving to Vegas in 2020, so they dumped uh, Greg Papa, and uh, who'd been with them for 21 years. I was just going to say, he'd been there with them for a while. Yeah, and they've hired Brent to be their uh, play-by-play guy. I was telling... Uh, 
uh, Chris, uh, Manny, that I think that's a bad message when you're spending two years and you're basically telling people, boy, we want this guy in here to represent Las Vegas's interest while we still got two years left in Oakland. When you're a quarterback at Alabama, you see that lovely lady there? She does go to Auburn. I love to admit that. But she also, this Alabama, and that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, okay? And right there on the right is D.D. Bonner. That's A.J.'s mom. Wow, I'm telling you quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking women. Ah, it's a, what a beautiful woman. Wow. I still can't believe how much heat he got for that. Well, it was pretty lascivious. Uh, but Especially in the national title game. Yes. But if he had tried it, if he'd done it now, it would be worse. How many years right. ago was that? Five? That, well, that was, was when they played Notre Dame. That was January of 2013, so okay. about five years five ago. Five years yeah. ago, yeah. It would have been worse. It would have been worse. Unbelievable. How about that, though? He's, he's, he's 79 years old. He's got the got the top floor of one of the great hotels out there. And uh, then they build them. They Bought him a house, a two, three million dollar. Are you house kind of surprised he took the the job? Because he cannot possibly need the money. Oh God, no! It's all ego. It's all okay. Hey, the Raiders are going to be in. You know, he wants to be part of the Raiders. He's smart enough to know that he's working for a gambling outlet. The NFL <laughs> is eighty percent of the gambling that takes place out there. And now he's going to... I wonder what the NFL thinks of this, well, by the that, way. Yeah. That's where I was going next, because I, I wonder that if Rod's will have to step info in. info might be shared on Vissen. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, the Washington Nationals, who have probably been the biggest flop in baseball in the first half of the season. If, no! First 60% of the season. No, you, you caught yourself. You fraud! <laughs> I am a fraud, but I corrected myself, yes, and I'm apologizing yourself. to all listeners and mathematicians. Out the best there. was you yelled at Buster. Yeah, I told Buster, <laughs> do me a favor. Well, I didn't yell at him. I just said, do me a favor. Don't call it the second half when we've played 60% of this And game. Manny, you know what Buster said? Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, the Nats, big flop, 500, trailing both the uh, Braves and the uh, Phillies in the East. And uh, apparently the coaches, uh, the manager's a dummy, Dave Martinez. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman was taken off the DL today, and Steph- Steven Strasburg was taken off the DL today. So if they're ever going to get it done, they're going to get it done. Zimmerman was hitting two seventeen with four home runs and 16 RBIs in 33 games when they put him in, on the DL. Uh, Matt Adams is starting at first base tonight for Oof. Washington. And uh, they uh, to make room for Strasburg, they uh, send a guy named Wander Sierra. Did we get a Twins lineup? Did I ask oh, you Oh, you know it? what? I can get you one because Lavelle did post one. All right. Yeah. Uh, let me end. do this first, and then you can. Uh, Otani, Shohei Otani is going to start uh, throwing again. Uh, the, the fear of uh, Tommy John surgery apparently has been put behind them. He continues to show improved healing in his elbow. He's been batting. Uh, of course, he's been DHing some for the Angels, and he had the stem cell and platelet-rich plasma injected in a ligament on June 7th. What is it with these Japanese guys that they can come back from it and nobody else yeah, can? Tanaka did Tanaka it too, right? still has never yeah. had surgery. And boy, baseball really needs this kid to be healthy and good, I think, too. I think the Angels need him. Yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, uh, they're, they're, they've turned into a bit of a flop. Yeah, they really have. Uh, so, your lineup is Maurer leading off at first, Rosario in left, Brian Dozier at second, Escobar at third, 
Rockin' Robbie Grossman in right field. Mitch Garver's your DH. Kepler in center. Jorge Polanco at short. And big Bobby Wilson behind the plate batting ninth. They don't want Jake Cave to face Danny Duffy. And no. I, they've decided that Jake's got a swing that can handle right-handed pitchers. I yeah. think they're not going to play him against lefties. It gives them a chance to play Robbie, too, and we all like to see Robbie in the outfield. Uh, Andrew Luck is good to go for the start of training camp with no limitations on what he can do. Uh, General Manager Chris Ballard said Friday, but they also said Luck will not throw seven days a week during training camp. So they lied. There's no limitations, but he's not going to throw every day. He needs to play, but it is a fine line who who reiterated that Luck will take normal, normal starting quarterback reps. When he's practicing. So, uh, <laughs> so there are no limitations, no limitations until he's limited. But he might not be practicing on some days. He had surgery on his right shoulder in January 2017, and he basically has not played. Who since. did they hire? <clears throat> oh, Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Because it's going to be McDaniels. No, it's going to be McDaniels right. at first, and then he backed mm-hmm. out. If, uh, if they'd known Frank Reich was going to leave, they probably would have given DeFilippio the Yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, off the quitter job, yep. They ended up dividing it between Deuce and uh, who else? Deuce some Staley? Other yeah. Deuce oh, really? Staley well, he was the running backs coach, I think. And wow. some other younger guy they had <clears throat> they had there. Well, does uh, Peterson call plays at all? Yeah, he calls plays. Okay. okay. Well, he called plays. That's one reason sure. DeFilippio wanted to leave. Uh, yeah, they divided it between two guys they had on staff, I believe. Okay. The NFL and the NFLPA have announced that uh, they will tell are telling the teams to create no rules for anthem protests, and they're going to go back and talk. Uh, the NFL is going to go back and talk to the Players Association and uh, try to come up with uh, what they can do for discipline. This all stems from the leak of the fact that the Miami Dolphins were uh, sent out a, uh, rules to the players that included the fact that if they didn't, if you were protesting the national anthem, they could they could suspend you for four weeks. Sources uh, said that the. <clears throat> Uh, they've, they'd been prepared to issue the agreement Friday, but moved up the announcement because of the Dolphins story that broke earlier Thursday. According to the AP report, the Dolphins could impose discipline of up to a four-game suspension for any player protesting the anthem. What a bunch of dummies. Uh, Clemson's defensive quarterback, uh, co- coordinator Brent Venables, who's... Uh, Venables. Venables, who's... Keeps getting mentioned for jobs, but then doesn't take one. Has he ever been a head coach? He has never been a head coach. He's been a coordinator for a lot of different places, LSU, Oklahoma. Didn't he interview for a big job Mm -hmm. after this last season? He might have. Yeah, I remember he was at Oklahoma. Well, Dave Aranda had been the highest-paid defensive coordinator. He got hired away from Wisconsin for four years, $10 million by LSU. Clemson just gave five million a uh, five year eleven point six million dollar contract so for their defensive coordinator. He'll earn yeah. two million annually in his new deal with a two hundred thousand retention bonus in the first two years and a four hundred thousand dollar retention bonus in each of the last three years. <laughs> Defensive coordinators, uh, the price of poker has yeah. uh, gone up. Well, both both the Saban's coordinators are both making a million and a half plus wow. or whatever it is. Yeah, you and know, Saban, uh, he got rid of another one, right? Did he? 
didn't uh I mean Sarkeesian left and then yeah. another guy left, right? Didn't the oh the guy left for uh Tennessee. Was he a defensive coordinator? Oh yeah, uh Pruitt. Pruitt. He yeah. was was he offensive He or was defense? the defensive coordinator. Okay. Yeah. Well uh, they they so they brought in another defensive coordinator and gave him a ton of money. I'm you still know? mad Tennessee didn't hire my guy, uh or our guy Mike Leach. I'm still oh, bitter come about on. that. Come on. They could have made the boldest move ever. They could have brought back Kevin. You know what we say to that? <laughs> Football. I'd take Lane back in Tennessee. Oh, no, I told you yesterday, the dream. The ricey dream. <laughs> I'm going to work until I get to cover Kiffin and Eric Musselman as the coaches of the two prime gopher, foot, uh, gopher sports teams. You know what uh, Mike Leach said, Pat, after he was turned out for the Tennessee job? We failed uh, to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. Now, their fat little girlfriends have some obvious advantages. For one thing, their fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how uh, how easy it's going to be. There will be some people inconvenienced, uh, and if it happens to be their fat little girlfriends, too bad. God bless you, Mike. I love well, Jerry he's Kill. in trouble now for his pro-Trump uh, yeah, thing yeah, now. Yeah. But, but you uh, know what? What the hell? I love Jerry Kill, but gosh, I wish the Gophers would have hired him in 2011. Oh, that would have been fun. That would have been great. Fat you would have become a season ticket holder yeah. for Gopher football. Fat, uh, fat girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a column saying Iron Leach. What the hell? Why not? would have been fun. Oh. All right, we'll be back with the Friday Feel Good Fun Fest. Uh, fun fact of the week. Favorable fact of the week. What do we call it? I don't know. Whatever we call it. Feel Good Fun Fest. Feel Good there there we go. Go. <laughs> Some damn thing. I'm punchy. It's Friday. That's right. We're wrapping up the Friday Fun Fest here on the Ride with Royce and our feel-good thoughts for the week. Manny Hill, you get to kick off festivities as we end the 5 o'clock hour. Well, I know that it's kind of gloomy and rainy and, and everything. I'm just glad that the temperatures kind of cooled down a little bit because it was The 90s getting, were getting to yeah, you? Yeah, the 90s were getting to me a little bit. And, you know, I, I'm... I'm kind of a profuse, if that's the right word, sweater. Like I don't, I don't like, I don't like the sweat. It's just <laughs> gross. I hate 90 degree weather. So I'm glad it cooled down. It kind of sucked to have the rain and everything, but I'm glad the temperatures kind of cooled down a little bit. And my other thought is that we mentioned Mike Leach. So anytime we can talk about Mike Leach on this show, I, I'm happy. And anytime we can funny. play a soundbite from Mike Leach, we of course are always happy. Yes, exactly. uh, so the, the 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 lower temperatures are your feel good thought for the week. Yes. Uh, mine is that we're finally playing games again. I hate, I love the All-Star game. I hate the All-Star break. I want to watch some baseball. I think, I think it was a great decision, though, to make it a four-day break. Uh, I agree. Back in the day, because sometimes it was a real disadvantage a few years ago when they were making uh, some teams play. You know, half of them would play on Thursday and half of them wouldn't play till Friday. How did they, did they, do they have a situation now where they schedule one game and if you get stuck with it, you get stuck with it? Or it's the like Cubs the, the, the re-kickoff or, or the whatever? the Cubs and Cardinals making up a rain I, I don't know. think they were making it up because ESPN had been advertising yeah. this as the, well, the almost must, like the Sunday night game. They must have a deal where they tell you, okay, uh, you're going to, uh, you're going to, uh, you know, you're going to play this game and there's nothing you can do. No, there really uh, isn't. Even though you're, uh, you're ending up. Uh, my feel good thought of the week is this is the first time I really got to uh, meet Court, Courtney Cronin. Mm-hmm. I said hello to her a few times, but uh, she's uh, going to be with us on Mondays for Talking Purple. And 
she's uh, a very uh, sharp and aggressive with her uh, opinions on the Vikings, and I like that. She's very good. Yes. And she'll yeah. be our Monday guest, correct? Monday guest. Monday guest. Is that what I said? Monday yeah, I, I couldn't remember what day you had said. Monday guest. Tuesday, uh, Rich Gannon. Beautiful. Wednesday, uh, Pelissero's moving to Wednesday this year. We're moving because we lost Herm. Yep. I think we got to get Herm oh, on. That's though, a good point. We need to get Herm on. Before practice starts, right? Yes. When does uh, when do they when do they get rocking and rolling here? Eighth uh, August, something like that. Okay. I think maybe a little early. I know volleyball starts August eighth. I don't know when football. Starts. Have you seen the Pac twelve projections at all for Arizona State? I haven't. I have not seen that they they have to be like everybody else and have the Pac twelve media. We oh, meeting, sure. don't they? So that should be oh, coming yeah. up here one of these days, and we'll see what Herm had to say. We should negotiate with the boss to do a live show from Pac-12 Media Day for <laughs> our guys. That should be, right. And we know we can get Herm to be a guest. Oh, he might do and the whole Leech. show. Yeah. Oh, we have Leech. How about that? Yeah, that'd be uh, great. If we, if we can arrange Leach. <laughs> well, we got Tracy Clays as Leach's defensive coordinator. Yep, that's right. He can get us Leach. We can go to Pac-12 Media Day's. We'll get Herm and we'll get Leach. How about that? Talk about the two most polar opposite personalities, <laughs> Herm and Mike Leach. But they're both verbose. Yeah, they yeah. are. And they're mm-hmm. both pretty good football coaches. Well, uh, it, 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 I wonder how much uh, uh, heat Leach has taken up there. It's, it kind of, seemed kind of blow off. If he was having lousy years, they'd probably be mad at him. But uh, he... What was it? It was on Twitter? It was, was on, on Twitter. Twitter. It was social no. media related. And it was... Yeah. You know, any type of support, you can't, you just, and I guess a guy, you're, and when you're in the business of selling football tickets like Mike Leach is, you're going to be probably talked to by your superiors, I would guess. He'll probably need to scale back on that a little bit. You'll probably be talked to, but doesn't necessarily mean he'll be listening. That's very true. He's doing them a favor. Right. By being their coach? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. He's doing them a favor. Because they ran him out of Texas Tech, and Texas Tech has been kind of. They've been struggling you, know, what they want? you know what? Leach's teams were rock-ribbed defensively compared to what they are now. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were trying to beat you, you know, 50 to 30. These guys are 65 to 55. That's why yeah. Big What's Trace Texas? is going to come fix it. Who's Who did they have throwing it around last year because they didn't have uh, Pat Mahomes anymore? Who did they have? I'm, I'm not sure who it was. It was whoever, whoever had well, maybe been backing them up. Well, their coach is at... Uh, Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury, yeah. Cliff yeah. Kingsbury, who was a record-breaking quarterback. And he's a, he's a Texas... He's a Red Raider alum, so yes. it might be... Uh, but, uh, Might be a little while that, that, before they decide. That to run league him out. is unbelievable. When you think of back in the days when Oklahoma and Nebraska were in that league playing those hard wishbone mass, <laughs> you know, D two great defenses with all these athletes. Now nobody tackles anybody. No, no. It's just sixty to fifty. All right. Well, I guess that's my feel good feel good thought for the week. I'm are we worried about the gopher projection that Johnny just had out though? I mean, are, are we, is this going to be a long season? I said before. I rate Phil Fleck as I only rate him behind uh, Christ, Ferentz, yep, uh, Jeff Brom. No, I'm talking about the Western Conference. Oh, gotcha. Scott Frost. Yep, and uh, Fitzgerald. And Fitzgerald. Well, that's it. I got him. That's it. That's and in fact, bad. I got him ahead of Lovey. Well, next week. <laughs>